Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. February 28, 2022. I had no idea what month it was. That's all right. February is a bullshit month. Okay. February is a real piece of shit month, actually. It's got a, it's, you, know, you get your fake holiday. Yeah. You got your one month out of the year that has a ridiculous fucking days out of the month thing going on. Like someone just said, fuck it. We don't need 30 or 31. Let's just get weird. Let's fuck everybody's shit up. And let's just throw a 28 in here. And oh, we're going to switch it up every five years just to fuck with you. It's ridiculous. It's an, Is it five years or four? Month. Is it four? I don't know. I don't know the rules of February. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Like, I just. It's stupid. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out on February. You know, it's, it's uh, you know. You still got cold, but then there's random 60 degree days in there. So essentially the entire month of February is just a freaking migraine and just, mm. you never know if your testicles are in, in your stomach or by your knees. Like it's just, you can't plan for anything. If you wear shorts, you might be swinging. Th- you don't know. You can't risk it is my thing. You, you don't know how to fuck it. You know what? 2000 had it correct when they had the zip off from your knees just in case those stupid pants that the oh, kids yeah. that like the like the kids who still wear those I had pants a fair share when i was growing up yeah. oh keep a lookout on them <laughs> they're having their own netflix special if you're still wearing it but uh that was a very uh 90s thing to do yeah yeah right yeah. but yeah so Fe- february is just a piece of shit month so don't moral of that like little rant <laughs> we open up with a war on february well don't feel bad that you didn't know that what month it was what day it was no one does it's february and it's just a piece of shit month half of our audience right now probably is a crippling migraine i did today fuck right yeah. it's ridiculous that's what i'm saying so we're getting to that time of year where every time the fucking weather shifts instant <clears throat> migraine oh it's terrible it's oh. absolutely horrible Damn. you know what else is horrible um the flyer correct yeah but i'm gonna tell you what else else is horrible a person with whom i do not know made the statement to me wow you look like you look like that actor and i was like oh go on that's nice and i was like i'm sorry like which actor and they you know um Oh my God, what is he in? Uh, Limitless. And I'm like, you think I look like Bradley Cooper? The fat version. And I was like, oh! I was I was at least 70 to, to 83% hard when she said Limitless. And I was, and, and in my brain, I'm like, you think I look like Bradley Cooper? This is where we're at. And yoga's I, really paying off. Everything's paying off going to the gym and just, and, and being part of that bottom third, you know, it's it, it just the yoga, the, the, the eating foods I don't like, like 
it's all working and that's just like yeah but the fat version didn't even say like the heavier like the heftier the sturdier no flat out fat you're like you just, and i was like this is just hurtful like thank I'm glad you it's for... not just me that says things like this no but here's the thing i know you so i respect it you you have the autonomy to say whatever it is you please to me and I just sit there and I'm like, yeah, you know what? We're on the level playing field because I know I could say that shit back. Obviously not the same shit. You're a slender <laughs> man, but you know, of sorts, I could say certain things back. Sure. I didn't know her. I didn't know her at all. <laughs> I Bradley Cooper wasn't even on a magazine cover from where we were standing. It just like, she looked at me and I'm wearing a fucking mask still because i'm that guy i still despite the three vaccinations i still wear a mask because i'm too fat and i don't want to die and she just says you look like bradley cooper hmm. the fat version you know i could see it i've also gotten fat thor when my hair was longer um who else have i gotten the uh, uh what did your accountant say brad pitt or something bradford uh, pitt <laughs> yes, Brad Ford Pitt. <laughs> yeah. When I so when I was younger, I, I got Brad Pitt and Paul Walker a lot, but I was like 147 pounds. Um, you know, so it's just I feel like if you're I feel like if you have like blonde or dirty blonde hair and blue eyes, and like I don't obviously have these now, but I do when I'm thinner, like high cheekbones and like a strong jaw, like you kind of look like every Hollywood actor that doesn't have no black problem. hair. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that hard to make a comparison, but like for me, like, especially like when I got, so when the whole Thor thing was taking over and Chris, Hem, Chris Hemsworth, I think it's Chris Hemsworth, um, it was on like posters everywhere and, and standy things everywhere and just on every commercial and all this shit. Like, it's just getting thrown at you that there's this like overly sexy, sexy, like blonde hair, blue eyed, like God. Anyone who like remotely resembled any of those characteristics could be compared to him. So I never took that with like anything, but regardless, now I would just kill for anyone to tell me I look like someone and not preface it by saying the fat version of, Oh boy. What a way to open the show. Sean asked him before. Thank you for calling me Sam wise. Appreciate it. Ridiculous. But yeah, so here we are just ripping February and, yeah. you know, telling In a much people... better mood this week. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. Faux show. Now, last week before I uh, had my cataclysmic meltdown, mm-hmm. um, you were telling a story about your own taint, which neither one of us remembered at the time. Because we had spent 15 minutes screaming at the top of my lungs. Do you care to pick up uh, with your taint story? I don't recall how it started. I don't recall, recall, and this is the problem. I have several taint stories. Like, (laughs) I I don't know if I was telling like a rehashed taint story or a recent lay. Had taint story. Something about a picture on your phone or something. Oh, the, 2000, the 2013 taint photo. <laughs> yes. 
That's super on. Un- yeah, okay. I had to That's listen great. back because we were we were gonna talk pick this up after the rant, and we're like, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about because I wasn't paying attention at the time. And then Which when I listened fair. back to it, I'm like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Right. And you asked a really important question. You were like, how did you know it was your taint? Um, and I and I I do I recall and listen back. Uh, you know, I had mentioned how like a person, I don't like you shouldn't save anyone else's if someone's gonna send you something like that obviously get rid of it now in my case what i also should have specified last week is as a straight man i mean am i prepared to say that i have not seen my male friends junk at times for like a consultation sure there's been things that happened and we've all been there and there's bad toilet paper so exactly right tip of the dick i didn't know that single ply did this the thanksgiving story um friendsgiving um, but anyway, yeah, no, I was, I was clearing Stupid fingers space on, on my phone, you know, as people are apt to do. Um, and I'm, I'm scrolling through and like, I had, I couldn't tell what the image was. And I was like, I kept zooming in and zooming out and like trying to like change the lighting. Like, you know how you like go to edit photos and like you change it to like sapia sure. and shit. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on here. And I was like, I think this is my taint. I was like. And then you also asked the question, have you ever seen your own taint? <laughs> and the answer is yes, from photos like this. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that, so that was the whole thing. Is like, have you ever like looked back on your phone and just found something that like somehow eluded the deletion of like your weekly deletes that you go through and you're like, I don't need this screenshot. I don't need this text from work. I don't need to remember this email. Oh, that's my taint. Definitely don't need that. No. And it made it for nine years. It made it through several phone upgrades. That means before the current upgrade practice of like, they send you a phone, you move all the shit over yourself. When you still had to go to a store or have a rep come to you and transfer your thousands of photos over, someone very well may have just seen the taint. So that was the horrifying thing. Yeah, but yeah, I don't even remember why I was telling that story outside of the fact that I saw my own taint again, which is just, again, it's a weird thing. <laughs> oh. oh, Christ. This show, never a, never a dull moment. Speaking of never a dull moment, random time this afternoon at uh, 3.07 p.m. I was uh, alerted that you wanted me to put a poll out about pasta noodles. Yes. Um, How'd we do? And for what it's worth, and because a lot of people were, were messaging in various other forms, yes. um, I respect that. Like that's like a lot they of things I've first... never heard of. Really, I don't think there was a single thing on there that I didn't hear of. But um, or at least the last time that I had looked, there very well maybe. But uh, but no, they, like they were. I was just I was in a conversation with someone, and those the four that I had given to you, Dan, were the four that were brought up in conversation. Um, so it's not necessarily that those were the four best or top four or anything like that. Um, it's just that was is the right answer. by the way. That Tortellini is the answer. And thank you for saying that. Like you're yeah. a good man and this is why I love you. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so what were the results? Just so, just so I know. Penny one with 33%. Fuck penny pasta. Uh, Tortellini was second with 25%. Spaghetti was third with 24, and Rigatone was last with 18. And then we got about 
two dozen different names in the uh, <laughs> replies yeah. here, most of which I never heard of before. Maybe I've heard of it, just never heard the scientific name of the noodle. Scientific name? Okay. Yeah, um, yeah like I said, I, I mean, uh, oh, I do have to call out Steve. Steve! Um, I believe it was him anyway, otherwise I'm just angrily pointing it towards Steve, as it very well may not be. But, and that's what I've done for years now. So. Which is fair. You can continue to be the whipping child. But um, so, I, so someone in there had mentioned that they just like they don't see the point of or they don't have time to like go through all of this sh- to like make your own homemade pasta. I feel like we like you and I have mentioned on several occasions on this show how much we appreciate homemade pasta. Yeah. Like even if you're not making it, if someone else goes through the trouble of that, or if like you were to go to like the Italian market or something and get like fresh pasta that's like made and cut right in front of you. Like he likes homemade pasta. He does not like taking the time to make homemade ravioli. I think it's ravioli is arguably the easiest (laughs) of the pastas to make. Like, Holy shit. You just, you put it through the pasta roller until you get it to the level of thickness that you want. All you end up, you don't have to like run it through additional attachments after that. You just lay it on the counter. You cut, you cut, you take your little dollops of your cheese, drop them all in and fold on an entire thing over, mesh it out and then just cut, 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 cut. It's easy as, it's the easiest form of pasta to make. What an asshole. Speaking of Steve being an asshole. You know, he and Katie both like crunchy peanut butter, right? Oh, fuck that. I just, yeah, you know what? Let's talk about that for a second. Like, this What is kind just... of monster likes crunchy also, peanut butter? <laughs> was it Manny who dropped the brilliance of I could just, you know, gargle uh, like a handful of peanuts, spit it into a jar? <laughs> That's crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> I almost shit myself laughing. I think it was Manny. I don't remember. But Manny's just been throwing some gems in, whether it be our... our group chats or twitter and just in general um so even if it wasn't him i'm giving him credit because he deserves it um (laughs) but oh my god it's like i'm let me just put this out there i'm not going to kick it out of bed right like peanut butter is peanut butter like i pretty much don't care what form it comes in i'm not going to turn it down However, if given the choice, you voluntarily pick crunchy. Yeah, it is the last choice possible. Like there are like ones that like come at like like separated, like coagulation Mm -hmm. is just, Mm -hmm. and you got to mix it yourself. And like there's like no like additives or preservatives. Yeah, that's the all natural kind, I think. Right, and it's like you just gotta like churn it like they did in like the preschool things the 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 the, the, you go to the quaker mart or whatever the fuck it was that you went in in children's school and they all made you sit there and just churn quaker butter and use it to make peanut butter it was just a stupid field trip in first grade fuck that i just don't need it okay it's just a terrible take katie just a stupid take yeah crunchy peanut butter is dumb I just, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It And like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like 
that's so anyone who cooks will tell you that like mixing up colors like on a plate for presentation is really important like it really makes dishes pop that's great mixing uh like having uh like some sort of counterbalance to your taste on that like if you need to add or reduce the acidity of a plate all very important and that third thing is texture like if you make like a grilled cheese like you can also like shred some cheese on the outside of the bread and get a different kind of texture of crunch on that sandwich and like it's lovely no no qualms however there are simplified foods or kinds of condiments that you just don't need to fuck with that's one of them like if you're like one of those people that just like takes a spoonful of peanut butter which by the way you're a fucking sociopath like there's nothing i need more in life or less in life excuse me than to have a human just (laughs) for the next 37 straight hours next to me because they took one spoonful of peanut butter and thought i don't need bread i don't need crackers i don't need anything fuck you you're a horrible person now i it's ridiculous i hate it um however if you must like maybe you're just like being incredibly frugal and you can only afford peanut butter and that is the entirety of your meal base yeah you go for the crunchy i understand you need a little something extra there but that's like the only thing i can't i'm going to talk this and like fully rationalize in, into why you can do it and then i'm gonna have to apologize to katie so we gotta quit while i'm ahead you want to answer some questions oh <sighs> Um, let's see here. Uh, this person says, uh, do you prefer blue cheese or ranch dressing for your chicken wing? Okay. Yes, um, ranch. Actually, the answer is I just eat my fucking chicken wings, but if I had to pick, it's ranch. Okay. So I, I've always known that I was in the minority with this. I'm not a big fan of ranch. I really dislike blue cheese. I am. Um... There are... Like, and, and I won't lie, like, there are some places that just, like, for whatever reason, whatever they do to it, their blue cheese to me is, like, it is the perfect balance to, like, a buffalo chicken cheesesteak or something. Like, they just do it well. Um, but, like, ordinarily, like, I'm just not someone who needs something beyond the sauce or seasoning that is on the wing. Um, but that's a really good question for like people who really do dig wings. Cause that is an actual debate and argument. So, um, I would actually love to hear Twitter's take on that. That'll be the next poll. Just <laughs> next week's poll. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll need that just, just for my own sanity. Uh, this person says, hi, Shannon, Dan, what's one term used in sports that you cannot stand? Most Ooh. of the popular phrases, actually dingers. Tutties, I found that one out this year. Dumb. Any fucking <laughs> hockey analytic phrase, all dumb. Um, I hate the home and... run and a touchdown and a fucking goal and no, fucking no, 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 skating. No. I just that's all I want. I don't need no goddamn lingo in my fucking. You see the DraftKings commercial where the lady's like, "You've got sweet lettuce." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up! Just shut up!" This goddamn hockey terminology, all this bullshit. It's <laughs> fucking kids these days. God damn it. This is my old man yelling at Claude moment right here. Just fucking. That, that is that is true. <sighs> this is the old man get off my lawn. Mm. Um, the the truth is there is like the majority. Just as Dan said, the majority of phrases are bad. Like 
And that's because like commercials are inherently bad. They're just like awkwardly catchy. And that's really all they're providing is like commercialism for whatever the, is, is going on in the game. They have to figure out something to sell you on verbally. And a lot of that shit is just bad. Um, what I will say is there have been specific things that have happened across the last 10 years, 15 years of sports that have made me literally want to gouge my ears with dull objects. So it's a slow and painful death to my eardrums. Um, ben Davis, anytime he opens his fucking mouth with his square Lego ass head, fuck Ben Davis. He is a dog shit, everything in life. And he's also a terrible human being. Um, so fuck him. Uh, is number one. Two, there was a, sh- a brief amount of time where they changed it from a Grand Slam to something else that now is eluding me. But it was it lasted like a year. It, while I go on to my other things, Dan, you can you know incognito shit this. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, like it switched. Uh, from a grand slam to something else. And it was just so dumb. Um, and then I hated every single thing uh, that Sarge Gary Matthews said in the booth in from like 2006 to like 2009 or something, whatever the hell he was there for. Um, it's just all the inflections that that 35 ounces I was talking about mm. hitting that oppo boppo home run. Fuck off. Like just fuck off. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like that that is that has kind of gone through that that I really do loathe um, and have always loathed. But yeah, I, I could probably I could go on forever on shit. That's a great question. I'm gonna keep a journal now of all the shit that yeah, people say. Scott that, Hartnell speaks just really fucking pissed. Yeah, you know? he's terrible. God, he's absolutely bad. horrible. Holy shit, um, was this guy bad? And like, weekend. I'm totally like I I'm very pro uh, like the experiment of. I think when former, done right, they can add a layer of depth that a regular commentator cannot, can former players. Well, but then you have Scott absolutely. Hartnell, who still thinks he's a fucking bro in the locker room. Well, he's always, like, he's just God, has a personality. fucking sucks. But, like, here's the thing. Like, they can just kind of, like, throw him into the deep end. Like, like to me, like, there, there is absolutely nothing wrong with calling up a former player or if a former player reaches out to you on, on behalf of potential opening or something and, like, putting them in a rotation and, like, giving them, like, a spot here and there and working in their on-camera presence, working in, like, their ability to be in the booth during a game for something. But, like, it just doesn't work sometimes, and that's okay. But, like, you maybe you don't need to sign him to a contract that puts him there every fucking night. Like, that's a painful thing for us to listen to. Um, so, you know, again, and it's not his fault. Like he just got thrown to the fire. It was just like, oh, people love Scott Hartnell. He'll do fine. Love like, him as a no. player. Fucking hate him as a bro. Yeah. Like you really set him up to fail. And that's a damn shame because he probably does have a lot to offer, but he's probably so stuck in that bro I'm still in the locker room thing. Just as you Jakey, mentioned, when Jakey comes, he's going down the way. Shut the fuck up, Scott Hartnell. It's like, and once you, once you get out of that and you like, you get to the depth of what that player really has to offer, like from actual perspective and actual, um, uh, whatever actual thought on the game, they probably have a lot to offer, but like, we just can't get past what they're trying to be. 
which is still their player self that gets away with talking the way that they do and you know and, and just kind of coming off as is just kind of nonchalant and just whatever but um it's like i said it's it's a shame i don't i don't hate scott hartnell by any stretch um i just i feel like he was set up to fail and i feel like a lot of the players that just go right to the booth 82 games a year are just set up to fail uh, let's see here this person says what was the most frustrating television show you've watched? Could be because of hype, plot, acting, etc. Frustrating television show? Yeah. <sighs> um, hmm, that's a great question, actually. Um, let me think. My answer is Fear of the Walking Dead. That one pissed me off. Why? Just a bad spinoff, or... Actually, I enjoy the characters much more than I enjoyed the regular one. But, like, when the regular Walking Dead... I binged that during the pandemic, because I, I didn't watch the last few seasons. When the Walking Dead is good, it's very good. But when it's bad, it's just really boring. It's still a well-written television show, but it's just boring. From the back half of season five to season eight, it was just fucking... Nothing happened for, like, three seasons. Just fuck. Sure. But fear was, like... The, I enjoy the characters more. I think season three was one of my favorite seasons of television ever. But, like, four and five, I think they changed their writing staff or got rid of the guy that put the first three together. And it's just like, when it's that good, it's good. But when it was bad, it was just bad. It was so stupid. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I loved season three. Season four, the first half was told via flashback, so you kind of have to watch it multiple times to understand what the hell's happening. Season five was just fucking dumb. Season six is good, but it's ridiculous. The plot is entirely ridiculous, but I don't know. I enjoy the characters more than the regular one, but sure. uh, it's just, there were long stretches of that show where I was just angry because everything's so stupid because they're just using, like, the ideas that weren't good enough for the regular Walking Dead. Sure. <laughs> now, the ones that were like, yeah, this is dumb. Let's pull, send it over to fear. That seems to be how that show has been uh, composed, so... I feel like a lot of what you said there, like, just is true across television. Like, I feel so there there have not been very many shows where um, where like I, I've just like immediately just written it off. And if I did, like, that's fine. Like, maybe I didn't have high expectations anyway, but there are seasons that ruin shows for me. Um, there are character exits or care or new characters brought in that ruin shows for me. Um but I will say, like, the like one thing that has always really bothered me, um, not a big, like, I'm not a big, like, comic book TV show or movie guy. I like reading comics. Um, but in terms of television shows, the first season of Jessica Jones is, like, every single episode just had me, like, Wow. And like Kilgrave was one of the, the greatest television villains I've ever watched. And then it was just like that season one's done and you're just like, holy shit. And you're so ramped up for where the show's going to go. And you're just like, yeah, man, you really shot your load on the first date. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know what? You'll be the fun story. I tell 10 years from now, that one time that we slept together. Um, and I'm never going to acknowledge any subsequent time to follow. Um, but that, that really pissed me off. So like, that was one of the ones where it's like, I've very rarely have I seen shows like that where like a first season just blew me away. And then I just felt the need to stop watching almost immediately. I almost did um, with the, with, uh, with the wire. 
uh, when I rewatched a couple months. The rewatch, ago. I couldn't finish it. The first season was fine, and then there was like it was the middle, oh, two, or two three and or three. three or four, yep. you know, whatever the hell it was. Just fucking, I was like, God, Same. this is so, <laughs> so long for no payoff. But I really liked the ending of it, though. The last two seasons, I thought were good, but yeah, those middle parts there were, were rough. I had to watch Sons of Anarchy twice in a row to understand what the hell was happening. I binge-watched it one time, then I binge-watched it right again afterward. Because the first time, I had no idea what the fuck was happening for long portions of that show. So, like, we've had that talk before, because that show actually is very good. Yeah. Um, But it was another one of those shows that was, like, everyone was talking about. It was overly hyped up. And, like, I, I actually, I have a hard time watching shows that the whole world loves. Because yes, I yeah. get very, like, I... I sit there and I'm like, wow, like if everyone loves this, like I, need to I really should <laughs> like this should blow me away. And that's just factually not true. Like people like a lot of people we've had the pizza argument. A lot of people love pizza and they love Domino's or Pizza Hut or whatever. And like that's dog shit pizza, but they consider it oh, it's pizza. So I love it. Um, like people are just amused by dumb things or, or impressed by dumb things. Um but with Sons, like I tried watching that several times and I just didn't work. And then it wasn't until the house burnt down and I was stuck in a hotel room for like seven months or something, living there just alone in a hotel where all I had was Netflix and a, and a laptop. And I was like, I, I, I just need something to do. And like I had watched everything I wanted or needed to watch. And then I was like, I'm just going to give Sons a shot again. At the time, I was talking with Stephanie. And she was like, oh, you got to you have to watch it, probably because she was wet for Charlie Hunnam. Um, you I know, mean, and his, is his, it, his it is true. He's a beautiful man. But his accent and that slips in and out constantly. It's my family. Fuck off. Um, That's one thing I noticed when I watched it back to back. He had the nice southern twang the first time that by the end, it's just a normal English accent. And then he goes back to oh, where he went to watch it. And he's back in the dung, 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 dung. What the fuck is this guy so talking bad. about? But um, but yeah, like it, Moral, very good show. Um, but anyway, we could probably talk TV on this show for the entirety of our show, so you might as well speed ahead to the next question. This one's long, but the first sentence is, I apologize in advance that this is a long message, so thank you for making me, uh, apologizing for making me read 7,000 words here. Uh, hi, Shane and Dan. I apologize in advance if this is a long message. Normally, I listen to Flyerside Chat because I need a break. I am, like Shane, a creative writer. I've been working with an editor in writing. As much as I have edited a 500-page novel over the last month and written another 60-plus pages on the next novel. That being said, Flyerside was an escape. A laugh and a break from the skullduggery of making sure that the comma's in the right place. Uh, which brings me to now. Uh, this week's episode about Pride Night was needed. And as a fan, I don't want, uh, I don't want to be a fan of a team that doesn't include everyone. If they can't get their heads out of their asses and support the community, then fuck them! My kind of guy. Uh, they should never make you feel like you have to apologize for who you are. You're Dan the motherfucking Flyer fan! I'm gonna put that in a shirt. Uh, and, as, <laughs> and as an old straight pasty-faced peckerwood, wow, I never want you to listen to another version of you. Keep up the great work, dedicated listener Mike. P.S. I stay off most social media, only way I could think uh, uh, the only way I could think of to say thank you to your show and fuck you to the Flyers. That's awesome. Um, I, I know there was some some joke in there, but I think when you distill that down to its its message, you know, I'm really glad that last week's episode we had it. Um, there was a real 
there was a real possibility listeners for for what it's worth uh, that we were going to just skip the recording entirely dan was pretty heated understandably so um we really did try like on the listen back like we tried everything to not go into it because neither of us had prepared for that show um by any stretch um but ultimately like the genuine raw emotion uh you know it it came out and we were able to have that conversation and have that discussion and i've heard a lot of feedback from a lot of people about last week's show i had so many people reach out after last week's episode and they got me everywhere (laughs) they tweeted me they texted me they called me they dm'd me any way you could find to get in communication with dan the motherfucking flyer fan they found (laughs) a way and uh i do want to thank everyone who reached out i'm glad that you know this message gets across and I'm not the crazy one here. You know, I'm glad that a lot of people backed us up. And like I said, during the rant, I had a lot of people during the game reach out and be like, what the fuck is happening? And I'm like, don't ask me, you know? And I was very, just incredibly heated. That, that whole thing started within the hour when we were going to record. So that wasn't even something (laughs) I was holding on to for hours. I was holding on for that for like 45 minutes before we started. And, uh, you know, it just, it needed to be said. And, yeah. you know, I have no problem using my platform for good. Um, yes. You know, I, I somebody's got to hold these motherfuckers accountable, right? <laughs> and, you know, and if you are in the Flyers front office listening, because I know you just fucking won't get off my nuts these days. Like, I'm trying to help you. Okay? I'm being critical because I care. All I want in my life, more than anything, is a good hockey team and a front (laughs) office that cares. And right now, I don't have either. But you know what? I grew up a Flyers fan. I've been doing this for 25 fucking years now. This organization was world class on and off the ice for 50 years before Mr. Snyder died. You know? You came in and you turned this fucking organization to shit. So if you're going to have a half-assed pride night and then get mad at me for calling you out on that, I can't even believe their response. And I talked about this on Sisterly Pod. Their response to me boiled down to, screw you, we did it right. How dare you question us? You know, like, what the fuck? Like, what should have been said is, I'm sorry you're upset. What can we do to be better? Yep. That, like, that's hospitality 101, right? You know, just, I'm just trying to help. If you did something that I felt was good, I would praise you. Just stop being a bunch of assholes about everything. You don't need surveys and fucking focus groups and all this bullshit. Just listen to me. I represent the common fan. I do. I'm not a season ticket holder and I don't have media credentials. I'm just some asshole with a very successful website and a very successful podcast who has a large social media presence. Okay, I live in Allentown. I'm not driving two hours in rush hour traffic on a weekday night to go watch the fucking Flyers lose. I'm not. Put a good product on the ice and maybe I'll consider it. You know, maybe I'll be happy. Like, I just... I don't want to get too heated. I'm sweating my ass off here, but... (laughs) Just like, just, just, just don't be combative about this. Just learn. Be better. And put a fucking good product on the ice, you assholes. <laughs> yes. So, yes, I do appreciate, want to thank everyone uh, who reached out. And uh, <laughs> I had some people that are like, are you okay? And I'm like, fuck, I feel great after that one. Sure. <laughs> that was every Cathartic. ounce of passion I could muster in that, uh, in that rant. So, um, 
Uh, <laughs> Hi, Dan. I already know Shane's take on this. Uh, where do you stand on the Brotherly Pod peanut butter debate? Creamy or crunchy? The answer's creamy. This. Yeah. I didn't even screen these this week. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, hello, Shane and Dan. After last week's show with Dan's rant and Shane's spot-on analysis, it dawned on me that Comcast Spectacore values itself as a family company, one that espouses good family values. With that in mind, do you think anyone is fucked in the rage room? You know, greased the piston, put the hot dog in the bun, wet the old whistle, participated in the no-pants dance, done the hibbity-dibbity, skewered the kebab? Or is it just object, or is it just objects getting smashed in the rage room? Uh, you do know that there's pantsless Tuesdays in the rage room, right? Hmm. Like that was part of the the ten thousand or thirteen thousand word email that you received. Yeah. Uh, in the release, they, that was part of 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 what they attempted to do. They said, "Listen, we understand. Why don't you fuck in the rage room? Just get a little tip in, and let's see what happens." Um, I would hope someone is fucked in that rage room. Uh, personally, I, I think that's. Sounds like a lot of fun. Is he yawn right into the microphone? Ah, dude, I'm so tired. I don't know what's going on. I, I, like, I just the it's just I can't catch up on sleep right now. Hmm. I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's nice though. I mean, we we got back to uh, back to about the average, like we said before show. Uh, you know, amount of questions coming it in here. Only took us a month is... to recover from those two afternoon games. Or Monday night games, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Um, and I mean, for what it is worth, you know, people are, you know, people are probably admittedly turning, turning out or turning off, you know, a lot of Flyers podcasts these days. And, uh, you know, and despite the fact that we are not necessarily beating down the hockey talk here, we do bring it in every once in a while. Um, you know, and it's probably just something that, uh, as the season's, you know, tipping, tipping the halfway and really not looking great. Um, who knows how many people are just checking in every week. So don't know. So do, do not know. So I went to uh, an open house this weekend, uh, with a friend looking at places and, and, Okay. I, I wonder en- if we went to the same place. I got a story. I I just enjoy doing that stuff. It's fun. It's uh, great. I love it. And uh, <laughs> I became concerned when we got to the second story bathroom. Oh it, God! <laughs> it, it was an <clears throat> it was an older house. And there was like a just a toilet. What is it called? A powder room downstairs. Yep. And they had the full bathroom upstairs. And let me tell you what. It was beautiful. But I couldn't help but notice the fact that it was in a room in the corner of the house and two of the walls were all windows. What, public shitting isn't like a normal thing for you? (laughs) There's like four four windows on each wall. The whole thing's there. It's a frameless door shower, frameless glass, whatever the fuck it is. Just two big panels of glass glued together, essentially. And a toilet. And a nice counter and everything. Windows. Oh, straight up windows. Just straight up windows. 
And she, the, the realtor's like, there's so much natural light in here. And I'm like, great. Well, just what I want is to look at my fucking shits with the natural sunlight on them. What the fuck? You have to buy $800 worth of curtains to, to make it happen. But then that kills the whole allure of the room in the first place. So that was, that was, that's, there, <laughs> there were seven windows and the toilet was in the caddy corner of the corner. And there was one frosted window. But the one, the three next to it are all open. I'm like, what is happening? Who thought this was a good those idea? Some, those are some confident people. Is that a nudist <laughs> <Still> colony? Like... <laughs> like, they just figured, like, fuck it, it doesn't matter. I was, I was, I don't know. It was a really nice bathroom. But I don't know. The idea of just... Waking up in the morning and letting the neighborhood watch me take a dump was... I yeah, don't that's know. That's, that's, that's tough. That's, the whole neighborhood's going to have pictures of my taint on their phone. They're going to be like, does anybody see Daniel out there? It's true. <laughs> in I mean, this frameless glass shower with all the windows. Well, I mean, when you shit Indian style, you expose your taint. So <laughs> that is true. Is that just... guy shitting Indian style? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a tall toilet with a, with, with a wide barrel. Good. Yeah, but that, I, was, that was disconcerting. I so I have two stories that can kind of blend. Now that I'm I'm thinking about it based on this thing, so I too we I actually literally just like five minutes ago, like you see me checking my phone. We put a probably like our ninth or tenth offer in on a home in the last like six months or so, and literally just got the text that just said you know they went with an all cash offer somewhere. So. I was like, fucking whatever. Like, I'm just, I don't, I don't even care anymore. Like we're good. Just let's just move on. Um, however, one, one of the open houses that we went to, you know, I'm walking through it and I realized there are 14 cameras inside the house. It's a townhome. It's like a $400,000, which is an absurd amount of money to pay for townhomes. The fact that that's where the yeah. housing market is we're very fucked up. Um, but, I mean, it's nice home. Don't get me wrong. Very nice home. Um, nice neighborhood. Uh, but it's like, you know, 21, 2200 square feet, something like that. And there's 14 cameras inside. That I counted. I'm sure I've missed one or two. I wasn't exactly casing the joint. You missed the one in the um, eye in the painting. So, v- very possible. Yeah, yeah, Mona Lisa's shifty little eye there. there. Um, it's a shame you weren't looking at the screen. I just shifted one eye. I could feel it, and it was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But then there was also at least three cameras outside that I saw. What do you need? So what? I started, like, it took so long for my realtor to, like, under, because I'd seen this place with her the n- night before Stephanie went and saw it with her. Um, Stephanie had plans already, but we didn't want to miss seeing this house. It's in a neighborhood that we really like. Um, and... So I'm walking around with her and in every room I get right in front of the camera and I'm just making like dead ass eye contact or like doing awkward things and just saying the worst shit possible that you can say. And she, and like, I've known this, my, my realtor for, I don't know, 15 years and or 10 years. Stephanie's known her for 15. Um, and like we get, we're like in like the fifth different room of the house at this point, And she's like, are you okay today? <laughs> I'm like, why do you ask? She's like, you're like usually like a perfect gentleman and like very respectful and just like, and like, you're just saying some really off kilt stuff. And I'm like, we're being observed. I just want to come off. <laughs> I just want to come off as genuine as I possibly can. She's like, wait a minute. 
is this how you are? Or are you normally the gentleman that I've known for 10 years? And I was like, oh, I'm fucking wild. This band, and I just happened to have a hospital band in my pocket because my father was in the hospital. I was like, I'm not supposed to be allowed out of the house without supervision. That's Steph. She's my on-call nurse. I just don't let people know that because I'm embarrassed. This is the shit that I'm running around the house telling people. Uh but 14 cameras in an open house. What do you think is going to happen? Oh. oh, my God. The level of paranoia. Because now I'm also sitting here thinking, like, wait a second. There aren't 14 rooms in the house, right? This there is has a... to be, like, multiple in every room. Oh, there's multiple in some rooms, yeah. Why? Like, the main level is... I, dude, What's I don't that? know. I don't. I have I no idea. I need eight cameras in my living room just to cover Here's every the thing. Inch if you're room. looking to shoot a porno, I'm here for it. Like if you're just a very Some sexually active, something. yeah, like go for it, go crazy, have have a fucking ball, have two in your mouth. I don't care, do what you want to do. But like for this purpose, because now I'm sitting here, like for them, they're probably sitting there thinking, like in all likelihood, they're like, let's just make sure that God forbid anything happens to the house, like we can see and definitively prove that it wasn't us. It was one of the prospective buyers sure. coming in. And I get that. But like, what does it tell the prospective buyer? To me, it says there's a crazy man na- next door named Lou who comes outside with his fucking chainsaw at 3 a.m. and just goes through garbage cans. Not with the chainsaw. That's just hanging above his head for no fucking reason whatsoever. No reason or rhyme for any damn thing that goes on. Because now I'm sitting here thinking, what is the craziest shit that could happen in this neighborhood? <laughs> That they need interior need cameras times cameras, 14 yeah. <laughs> and exterior times three. There's only two ways to get in the house. The fuck do you need a third thing for? I was just <laughs> blown away by the absurdity of that. Oh, just ridiculous. Needless to say, we obviously did not get that home. So obviously I don't get to meet this crazy Lou. But I do have a, a, a an additional story. Not Spaghetti really is tied to Tornalidi for second place, by the way. Yeah, fuck it people suck exactly. not kicking any pasta out of bed either for what it's worth pawn but... seat pepperadelle <laughs> bucati 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 i'm just gonna let you say all these words bucatini just, go just keep bucatini. just keep going penne rigatone i've heard of that one Mike says paparadelli. What the fuck's a paparadelli? <laughs> Popper Popar Deli. You're gonna be so underwhelmed when you see this. Oh, it's the the flat bitch. All right. Yes. <laughs> see what if he just put in the flat bitch, I would know what he was talking about. I don't know them all no. by their scientific names. I love that you just keep calling it scientific instead of culinary, but Exotic? Is that what you want? My exotic noodles? I'll put my exotic pasta next to my exotic butters! There's a fucking random reference for you. Good job if you understand that one. Well done. Where's go. the ramen option? I had ramen for the first time since college the other day. A couple weeks ago now. I just recommended a ramen I just place, craved it. Uh, I was like, I fucking need it. Say it to my buddy at uh, at my old job. E-pool. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Is pool a type of noodle? I, I That I have no idea. Pool um, noodles. Oh my god, it's the fucking things. I'm embarrassed <laughs> to have known exactly what we were talking about from 
you doing that. So just on a similar wavelength here. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna like that one. <laughs> uh, like geez. that tweet. Spaghetti, but like angel hair spaghetti. All right. Yeah, angel hair pastas, whatever. Tag tailgatey, taglietti. Dude, you need to go take a class. The fact that you can't. <laughs> I'm say not Italian. Words. I'm full blooded Austrian. I don't know what the fuck you people are talking about. Oh dear God, man. Tail, no tag, no tagliadini. Who? Taglia noodle. Let's see. Oh, those are the smaller flat bitch. See, I would know what this is if people said that. What's a Bucati? It's a car, right? Bucati. Definitely a Bucati. Teeny. Bucatini. <laughs> what the fuck are those? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Isn't that the hollowed out spaghetti? Yep. That's what I thought. So I've only had that like once. Uh, and I feel like by the time it like gets to you, like you don't notice. What do you the fuck you need hollowed out spaghetti for? Do you put sauce in it? Like that, I think I've. <laughs> It's not like Again, a shell, but it's just shapeless. I just happening? don't think that, uh, I don't know. Who, who cares? People are just coming up with names now, just to come up with names. Uh, are they talking to you again? I don't know what's happening. I don't know, the dog's knocking shit over. What's going on down there? Interesting. Hmm. Pawn seat. It may be my dog. Pawn sit? Pawn kite? I don't know. No idea. All these stupid fucking fancy ass noodles. Nobody said elbow. Why not? Why not? What the fuck's wrong with elbow? You good? No, I'm not good. You just, why would you even put that in there? That's ridiculous. <laughs> like reserved for children's mac and cheese with fake ass cheese. You fucking weirdo. Jesus, nobody put elbow in there. I had never there seen you look that serious it. before. So Holy angry. Shit. Jesus, that's a similar look that <laughs> the, 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 the text tweet message DM thing from Katie rendered. <laughs> so fucking angry. Oh, What's your take on mint ice cream? Jesus. I gotta get this other story out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Continue. All right, here's the thing. Because it, now it's just now it's a full circle thing. Now it, the universe is telling me to tell this story. It's not even a story. I'm asking for advice. Here's the thing. Anyone who knows me knows that I live by one rule. Ready for it? Wait for it. Here it comes. Protect your butthole. That means we are. Why in the dick would you just consistently choose to wipe with like not the appropriate ply of toilet paper? And why on earth? Is it always dry? Why can't you use baby wipes of some sort? Why don't you get... Stop laughing. What All right? are you this talking is... about? Protect I asked your, your opinion on chocolate mint chip ice cream. I You're ranting about dry assholes. What is Would happening? You just, just, take a, just take a fucking breath. <laughs> just calm down and let me bring all of our stories together to one <laughs> final conclusion and ending. All okay. right? Continue. Great. I myself am a dude wipe guy, right? That's about as douchey as you can get. To buy a product that that says the word dude in it, you're a tool. I'm owning this right now, but you know what? This tool 
perfectly clean butthole every time. And it's never chafed. It's lovely. They come unscented. It's glorious. It's always taken care of. And if you need to just sit there and like clean up the front bits a little bit, maybe you've been a little overly active, but you don't know if you're going to get a little lucky. Guess what? It's regular wet wipe, unscented. You go ahead and you wipe the bits and you just say, oh, I feel refreshed and I feel confident. If someone's going to do me the favor and we all know what we're talking about there. Here's the problem. Got my monthly shipment in. Because that's right, you guessed it. I have it on a rotational ship. It just sends it to me automatically because that's how much I shit. Here's the problem. I need your advice for one. I need the listener's advice, but I need, and listeners listen to this very, very, very carefully. The advice that I need needs to go to my DMs only. Not in my mentions. DMs only not in my mentions. Here's the advice I need. Got my shipment in. Know that glorious unscented thing I was talking about? Sure. They came with a, wait for it, cool mint scent. I have one. I have a fear. It's going to be like toothpaste and it burns your asshole. You and it burns yeah. your ass. Yeah. I'm terrified that that. And then I thought I'm like getting to think and I'm like, there's definitely not like alcohol in this of any kind. Like we're good here. Like they wouldn't be that dumb. Like no one says like, this is the tingling sensation I want on my asshole. Like that ain't it. No, they're like, it's probably just this weird ass scented fake thing. And it just is what it is. So but if that's the case, to spell like Beermond. winter fresh but pardon the fuck out of me your here's exotic the thing mint flavors and here's what i need to know are people more or less likely to pay attention to the butts holes if it has the smell of mint if i wipe that taint from 2013 with a little speckle of mint. Is it getting the attentions? I don't know what anyone would think. Now, I just can't imagine. Like, ima- I'm just trying to picture in my head. Like, what if Steph were to get them and use them? And she was just That's like, what I'm thinking. I'm like. <clears throat> and then I go and I'm like, a mint clit? If I'm about to fuck Cole and we bend him over and I'm like, is that peppermint? <laughs> Right? So I don't know what to do. Like, do I just not tell her what's happened? Do I just like, because like the the, the glory of this whole thing was like, you could have a clean movement and like, you're good here. And like, you go, you wipe, you take care of your stuff. And you're like, wow, totally clean, clean as a whistle. Didn't even really need to wipe. And no, no one's the wiser. And if she decides 10 minutes later, we're going to start some things. I don't feel bad about it. Now, no way of hiding it. <laughs> she sits there. She's going to be... And now, I have an obsession with mouthwash, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. I use mouthwash all fucking day. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's just... I. It, it's fucking bizarre. I don't know. I floss and I use mouthwash, like, all day. It's stupid. But now, I'm, like, wondering if she's thinking, 
like this simple moron is sitting here going to the bathroom spitting mouthwash into his hand and then just <laughs> adding a little bit for later what the fuck do i do there's no way that i can hide this i've for two years i have hid the fact that i even have dude wipes i keep them in a separate bathroom of the house no one knows and they're unscented i need i'm trying to get real advice i don't know if i tell her babe i'm sorry i haven't been using real toilet paper and then she's gonna be like what are you doing and then i'm gonna have to be like i just take the mouthwash as perfume on your asshole (laughs) don't tell me you've never thought about it (laughs) either way that would be horrifying (laughs) but that's what i mean like that's the advice like do i sit here and do i i i i i mm, do I tell her that for years I've been sitting here? I was waiting for the here. show to devolve into something today, and it certainly did. Well, we went there. So do I, like I said, do I ask her, or, or do I not ask her? Do I, do I ask her, <laughs> babe, can you wipe me? Um, <laughs> here's the thing. I've been using dude wipes all this time. <sighs> That's why my butthole's always so clean. That's why I'm always so happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Or do I not tell her and let her find out on her own and then just sit there and just be like what do you mean it smells like mint down there hasn't it like isn't doesn't it always smell like mint i feel like it's always smelled like mint ever since the first time i smelled my own penis it smelled like mint are you new to the party has it been that long since you've seen it like what do i do do i just sit i don't know what to do in this situation that's where i'm at i could also donate dude wipes right you could do that yeah, like I could, I could find a butthole in need, right? I could just be like, I could just drop them off as like neighborhood gifts to people and just leave them on a doorstep or in a mailbox and be like, Hot Jenny, your do I have a gift for you? Yeah, right. Gotta protect your butthole. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know, but that's like, yeah. So that's the that's the delivery that came, and that's the the predicament that I'm in right now is to figure out what the hell I'm gonna do. <sighs> okay. Yeah, this is this is my life. Yeah. Mm. And another thing, actually, this one. I th- all right, man. Here, give me some give me some genuine feedback on this. It ain't that crazy. <clears throat> a buddy of mine uh, she used to be a stand-up comic, brilliant guy. Um, uh, another just creative dude just trying to like work through his own process and he goes hey man it's been a bit will you do improv sketches with me now for those of you who don't know what improv is it, it's essentially just like you get like random bits of like little bit of information like you might just get like three phrases or like five objects or something And the whole thing is like one person starts talking and the next person just is basically like, yes, and, and you just build upon the story. And that's all it is. Now, my brain is insane, obviously. Yeah. He's autistic. His brain is like 10 times my brain of insanity. What do I do? I feel like that should be recorded for the world, but I don't want to be the dude that does improv. I'm asking legitimate advice right now. 
very little renders me speechless, but I know that there's going to be some shit that flies out of that kid's mouth that I'm just going to be like, what? <laughs> and have no idea how to respond. I, I don't know. Sure, you could roll with it. I don't know, man. I do not know. Hmm. <sighs> Sweet baby Jesus, man. Yeah. You know, just talking about the dude wipes made me want to take a shit. Like, I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, I could probably use the restroom right now. No, we just hit an hour, so. <clears throat> Look at that, man. Seven questions and some terrible stories. Yeah. Mm. You just missed your mouth. I didn't miss my mouth. Went down the wrong pipe. Oh. Oh. Is that even a thing? Like, people have always said that oh, I went down the wrong pipe. I think it gets, in, a... it gets in your lungs instead of your stomach. Like, up here? I think up there it's like your your the not quite sinuses, but the breathy bits. It's all but, the, but that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> like in the back of your throat is the breathy bits. The down a little longer when it gets down the wrong pipe that goes into your lungs. The little flap opens up the wrong way. Phallus. I don't know. It's yeah. a penis, right? Well, that's the thing. Ha- well, you know what? Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> Who's to know? I don't know. Do we look like fucking doctors here? No. No. Could you imagine, though? Could you imagine if someone walked in and I was there, like, I almost said gynecologist. That's, uh, oh, <laughs> don't think, Jesus. Jesus, Shane. We almost <laughs> made it through one whole episode without having to cut anything out. Oh, write that time signature down. Son of a bitch. That's ridiculous. Uh, no, what I meant to say was I was your primary physician and like I, <laughs> someone comes in and I'm just, I'm just going to test your reflexes right now. And I'm just like, ah. they're like, uh, sir, you're supposed to hit someone on the knee with a hammer. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just zip back up. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. God, this is fucking <laughs> Oh, I must be getting tired if I'm <clears throat> letting random shit slip. You know, I cleared 100 gigs of space off this laptop this week. Would you delete all the old shows? Well, yes, and I didn't know I had that many old shows. The recording software we use actually mm-hmm. records both of our audios individually. And then I download them together so it comes out as one clean show. Sure. But the, the page that comes up, the the tool page has all of the shows listed on you know the side, as mm-hmm. as it does. So <laughs> there's two options. There's a move to trash, and there's a remove from folder or whatever the fuck it's called. Well, if you if <laughs> if you just move it, remove it from folder, it goes away from the program, but it's still buried in the files of the laptop somewhere. So over the course of three years and five hundred some episodes, a whole bunch have been clicked on and <laughs> removed from folder. So they were all throughout the fucking laptop. There was, I mean, angry and negative shows, and you know, Anthony and all this shit from like twenty twenty. You know, so probably thirty or forty of those episodes. And the other thing is, I've been editing the 
best of Flyerside Chats. And I edit them all in the mm. same the same GarageBand folder. Um, so there's three hours worth of snippets in there because I'm almost done with part three. <laughs> it you was, people are in for a treat. It was 22 gigs of space in the one of them because I had all three files saved in the same thing. And then I went to make a copy of it, a backup, uh, backup just in case something happened. And that was what pushed it over the limit originally. And I didn't realize it, it took up that much goddamn space. So there was 40 gigs of space with the two... I have the individual shows saved, part one and part two, and they're already uploaded to Anchor and stuff ready to go. So all that's there. I just had them in there just because I've just kept adding to it versus, you know, anything else. <laughs> that cleared up and getting rid of 30 episodes, which were all, you know, a gig each, uh, cleared out a whole bunch of space. This is like a brand new fucking laptop now. There you go. Why don't you just get an external hard drive, dude? They're like 30 bucks. Yeah. I don't I intend mean, to, to keep fair, most of the shows around this thing. No well, that was my thing, too. I keep him when around got... for a week in case something happens to the file or something, I need it. But other than that, once it's up and you listen to and a few episodes deep, then I just get rid of him. I, like, the second I made the decision to close or shut down each of my previous networks, like, you would think that, like, a rational person or, like, an unemotional, like, they would just sit there and they'd be like, well, you know what, like... We may rehash some of these shows. We may rebrand them elsewhere. We're going to want to carry over some of this content. Like I sent out a text and just immediately deleted everything. <laughs> there is nothing from any of us that exists anywhere. Like if any of them wanted to go on and be like, oh, you know what? I really wish like I had some stuff for my portfolio. I'm going to start trying to pick up podcasting work elsewhere or media work elsewhere. Do you have something like one of our old shows? I'm like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. And by the way, you sucked. Everything's in the archive. I Except think for the, the uh, negative pages. Mad technically, love but those I guys. Shut that down. But yeah, everything yeah. is, uh, it's all in the archives. Everyone wants to listen to it, but I have no need for the original file once it's up. I can always re-download it or anything. So. Also true. But yeah, I just keep the files around and put them in the show and edit it. And... I don't even keep my Gentleman Pod stuff anymore. And I like that show. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see a reason to. Yeah, that's fair. I do too many shows to be sentimental. 500 <laughs> are coming up. Hell yeah. This was episode number, let's see, 482. <laughs> Um, it's rapidly approaching, man. It's like two and a half weeks away. Yeah. It's ridiculous. One and a half. One and a half weeks? No, two, two weeks. and a half weeks. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. Yep. I'll be here. Uh, Speaking of two weeks. Before you know it. I do. So I have to fill out. Uh, like, my doctor sends me the shit now that I have to send, like, the week before a visit. So she sends it out, like, two weeks before a visit. So I just got it, like,. I don't know, three days ago or something. I got it on Friday. Um, and it's basically just like a, hey, how you feeling? What's going on? All this other stuff. And like, this doctor's great. I love her. She's awesome. Um, but uh, like, there's always there's always a place at the end that's like, outside of like the heart stuff and all the other th you know things that we know are going on, like, is there anything else that you think that like you want to talk about? And I was like, you know what? I should really like probably start talking to someone about how bad my body is 
like in general. <laughs> That's what I'm here so, for. Yeah, but like someone medically trained, Dan, <laughs> not someone to just tell me you're fat. <laughs> like I can get that anywhere. Apparently just going to giant. Someone yeah. calls me fat Bradley Cooper callback. Um, so like I put there and I was just like, I, I realized how absurd this is. And the fact that I didn't print out a second copy before I like permanently deleted the email. So she's going to get this copy of the document. Like that's just stupid. So on the left. So I just, I literally started working from the bottom of my body up. I was just like, well, my left heel, anytime I point my toes, like towards the sky, feels like the bones in my foot are going through my heel. My right Achilles has felt like it's been on the verge of popping for two years. My left knee that's been surgically repaired a jillion times, like pretty much always hurts like hell. My right hip for the overcompensation feels like, I don't know, I've popped it out 14 times or something, but I can't move. Like my back, my lower back, Every like every disc that's in my back, every every part of my my spine, my back is broken. Mike Tyson style, my whole back, like I can't like I can bend over to touch my toes because I'm still stupid flexible. But like you would think that your back curls down. No, I just like like my gut just gets sucked into like I don't know my ass, like my whole flat ass back. Just like it's you shouldn't be able to bend this way. It looks it. It's so weird. Like, I feel like when I do it, that there's just stomach fat popping out of everywhere. Like I'm bending down and touching my toes. And like, I got fat coming out of my sides between my thighs. It's ridiculous. Like it's just, it's a, it's a terrible look. I shouldn't be able to do it. I should probably stop my right shoulder. I can't like lift over my head and throw. It's fucking terrible. My neck feels like a fat guy sat on it only this way, but not this way. Cause that's as far as I can turn my head. And I'm like, and I just have this novel of shit going on. And I was like, I think this is a bit excessive and probably not at all what she meant. <laughs> probably not. But I only have this form. So now I got to see her in like a week and a half. <laughs> got to be like, so uh, you can ignore this if you want. And she's going to be like, you feel like bones are coming out of your body. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we got to take care of that shit. So there's a, I can, I've had a numbness in my chest. Still? Uh, well, that's the thing. Like is, from here to here, the shoulder thing? Yeah. Not it's cool. not pain anymore. But when it first happened, it felt like it was a sword through my chest. Except now it's over to the right a little bit. It's closer to like my armpit. And just every once in a while, if I bend the right way, like if I hunch over in the seat just a little bit too long, it goes numb. <laughs> not the whole thing. Just a little bit. Just a little chunk. You know, so of course, when you go to Google and type in chest numbness, you go to the ER, heart attack, all of a hundred other heart diseases, and I'm like, well, yep. I don't think that's it because this is on, you know, this is the right side, so it's not the heart. So best thing I could come up with is there's some kind of pinched nerve somewhere or something that right when I get to the right, dude, maybe you have a high hernia also. We should or, go or, in and get right high hernia somewhere. It's, uh... Let's go get high hernia surgeries together. We'll get. We'll hold hands rolling into the operating table. It'll be awesome. Um, How yeah, romantic! That's been neat. That's something I've noticed over the last little while. Yeah, that doesn't sound pleasant, dude. Oh, not great. It's not great. You take a selfie. What was that face for? You see these? There's no pad. Yeah, dude. You see the colors? Yeah. 
I didn't. I thought they came in white. <laughs> That's. I'm sorry. Yeah, they were sitting here on the side, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" The Connecticut whale pride jerseys look like that color. What's up? The Connecticut whale. Their, their pride jerseys this year were in like Technicolor, like that. I like this. Yeah. Interesting. I like the, the dude. The I'm going to use these for color screenplay. That's actually. This is going to work out just well. I think these are. Oh, they have to be Stephs. I haven't bought no cards in like 15 years, but. I'm spending I'm a... so much money on PHF jerseys, by the way. Holy shit. You are? <laughs> well, you know. The pre-orders that I ordered back in November up at the end of March, because the playoffs are at the end of March, so those will happen. Okay. Uh, five, I believe. Cheyenne D'Arcangelo, Amanda Levier, LaVisa Salander. I uh, got one of the Red Ribs jerseys and Soraya Tinker, who she scored her first goal in. Um, the other day, so that's that's neat. Considering what I fucking paid for that pre-order, it better be <laughs> score first goal. In. <laughs> and then there's some coming to auction that that I'm all in on the Buffalo Buttes winter classic jerseys, the outside jerseys. Those are fucking beautiful, most beautiful jerseys I've ever seen. The pride jersey for the Buttes, which is this jersey, <laughs> this sweatshirt, but the entire jersey looks like this. That's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That one and uh, the. Uh, Black Rosie jerseys, the Riveters, and their pride jerseys as well that they wore this weekend were a badass as well. So, gotta stop. Me. I appreciate the cool jerseys. I do. You, I think PHF by the 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 has the best jerseys uh, by by capita of any sports league. But holy fuck, I'm spending so much money on these fucking things. But uh, it all goes. Most of it goes to a good cause, and the players get cuts of it anyway. So, yeah, it's worthwhile. Sure. But uh, I get some fun. Those K one jerseys. Let me tell you what. That's not a brand that I knew of before. Before I started buying their shit, but they do such good work on their jerseys. Usually, <laughs> sublimated jerseys are lesser quality. Not these fucking things. They're great. They're nice and thick and cozy. The uh, yeah, sublimation looks good. But they sew on the numbers and the nameplates and. The things that's all so it's all good. It's not just one sublimated jersey. It's not cheap. Oh, K one, great brand. There you go. Um, there you go. Just had to get that off my chest because <laughs> I was talking to my my insider at uh, Magri the other day. Reminded me that that's coming due. So there you go. <sighs> well. No, I think we got to wrap this up. I got a uh, investigator who just called me back to back. Uh, so I assume that whatever it is he actually needs is stupid as hell and something that a normal human could figure out themselves. Okay. Um, I think Anthony is on Wednesday, which means Sister Pod is going to be Thursday. And I think this is a week for new frequent flyer as well. So. Uh-huh. There you go, everyone. Um, at Dan the Flyer Fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. Burp right in the mic. Underscore pod. Um, the interactive GM piece. Uh, you can vote on whether you would make the trades or not. That's on brotherlypuck.com right now. Pretty cool piece if you want to check that out. I had a lot of fun making that one. So, can I check that out? A bunch of other stuff as well. And uh, Shane, where can people find you on Twitter? So they can DM you about dude wipes, whatever the fuck you wanted to know. <laughs> uh, you guys can get me. It's at Shane underscore Mead. All right, everyone. Until next time, goodbye and good night. Mm-hmm.